Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, A Rubber Band Christmas from 1996. Stephen Perry was a 19th century British businessman and inventor. His corporation, the Messrs. Perry & Company Rubber Manufacturers of London, made products from vulcanized rubber. Vulcanization is a chemical process for converting natural rubber or polymers into material of differing levels of elasticity, hardness, and durability by heating them with sulfur. On March 17, 1845, Stephen Perry received a patent for the rubber band. Fast forward to 1923 in Alliance, Ohio. A man named William H. Spencer obtained some Goodyear inner tubes and cut the bands by hand in his basement and founded the Alliance Rubber Company. Soon after, he persuaded the Akron Beacon Journal, as well as the Tulsa World, to try wrapping their newspapers with one of his rubber bands to prevent them from blowing across people's lawns after they were delivered. Rubber bands have had countless other uses since. Anything from hair ties to the castration of livestock. People have even used rubber bands to make homemade musical instruments. And it doesn't stop at rubber bands. Office supplies such as staplers, masking tape, and scissors have been used to make percussion instruments. An example of this can even be heard on the Flight of the Concords song Leggy Blonde, first featured in Season 1 of the Flight of the Concords HBO series. But about a decade prior to that, Jeff St. Pierre and Philip Antoniades, I may be saying that name wrong, apologies, a couple of musicians in the Boston area took a similar musical approach after being locked in a recording studio all night, and a new holiday album was born. In 1996, A Rubber Band Christmas was released on CD Freedom Records. To kick off the album, we have Rubber Bells. Every track on this album has the word rubber substituting for another word in the song title. So Rubber Bells is their rendition of Jingle Bells. The album's back cover reads, "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the world, not a creature was stirring, except for two guys who got locked in a recording studio. Bored, pathetic, and stupid, they amused themselves all night long entertaining each other with holiday tunes played on items found around the company desks. Performed entirely with rubber bands, rulers, a stapler, a soda can, scissors, paper clips, hole punch, and masking tape, this stocking stuffer is a sure holiday hit. So grab the closest office supplies and start playing along. 
In CMJ Music Monthly, dated December of 97, David M. Avery wrote, A rubber band Christmas may not be an official release by Eastern Front, but it probably should be. Eastern Front sent out a rubber band Christmas as a seasonal thank you, and it's one of the funniest, silliest releases I've heard in a while. As it stated, this is not a release by Eastern Front Records, a Massachusetts record label that existed from 1990 to 2000. Both Jeff St. Pierre and Philip Antoniades were involved in some releases on Eastern Front, working as writers, performers, and producers. But the official release of A Rubber Band Christmas would be on CD Freedom Records, a subsidiary of Artist Development Associates from Framingham, Massachusetts. This is the only release listed for CD Freedom Records on Discogs.com. More on that in a bit. To the best of my knowledge, though the CD has a copyright of 1996 printed on it, it appears the official release on CD Freedom came out in October 2000. The Drum was the original title for The Little Drummer Boy, and here, it's Little Rubber Boy. I can tell you about the two men behind this album. Jeff St. Pierre is a bassist from Boston. He's a graduate of the Berklee School of Music. He's worked as a session musician since the early 90s. According to his website, jeffstpierre.com, over the years, Jeff has worked in music technology with Kurzweil Music Systems, Sonavox, and Akai as a sound designer. He also composes music for television and film, and his music has been placed on networks such as NBC, CBS, Bravo, VH1, MTV, Discovery, and Sci-Fi. Antoniades is a drummer and also a graduate of Berklee School of Music. He played in a band called Signs of Life alongside Jeff St. Pierre. From 1996 to 2005, he was actually the CEO of Artist Development Associates Incorporated, or ADA. ADA also created and launched one of the first online music retailers, CDFreedom.com. So that explains the CD Freedom business a little more. But at the time of this recording, CDFreedom.com no longer exists.
in what is my personal favorite song title change on the album, Noel, or the first Noel, becomes simply rubber. With an umlaut over the U, of course. There's a page on Facebook that's dedicated to this album. The page has a post showing a top 100 sales report from Newberry Comics in Alston, Massachusetts, December 1996. No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom holds the top spot, while a rubber band Christmas has the number 83 spot, nestled between Orange 9mm and Harry Connick Jr., After a version of God Rest Ye Merry Rubberman, we have Sleigh Ride, or Rubber Ride as it's called here. It's a song that also has a connection to the Boston area. The first recorded orchestral version of the song was in 1949 by Arthur Fieldler and the Boston Pops Orchestra. It was a hit record on RCA Victor Red Seal, and it's become one of the Boston Pops' signature songs. Allmusic.com has a review of this album from Heather Fairs that reads, Born out of sheer boredom and originally recorded for a personal Christmas card, A Rubber Band Christmas presents 14 holiday classics played on rubber bands, staplers, and office supplies. Though songs like Rubber Bells, Little Rubber Boy, and Rudolph the Rubber-Nosed Reindeer have been stripped of their melodies, they're still recognizable as, and a whole lot sillier than, the original carols. Though it's true that 14 rubberized Christmas favorites may be too much of a good thing, a rubber band Christmas is easily the most novel holiday novelty album in a long while. It must be heard to be believed. After a version of Joy to the World, retitled Rubber to the World, we get Rubber Bell Rock. And of course, that's Jingle Bell Rock, another song that has a Massachusetts connection. It was co-written by Massachusetts-born public relations professional Joe Beale.
Closing out the album is Rubber Night, parentheses, Ode to Jimmy. This is their version of Silent Night that also serves as a tribute to legendary guitarist Jimi Hendrix. This track also features some distortion and feedback, which is, I suppose, why Ode to Jimmy is thrown into the title. There's actually a short hidden track following the silence after Rubber Night. It's another version of Carol of the Bells. This version sounds like it's being played on kazoos, though that wouldn't really fit with the theme of the album. So I'm either wrong and it's not kazoos, or they got extra creative with some office supplies. You can also hear the two laughing during the recording. Under the album's title, the front cover also read, Play Along with Holiday Favorites, includes a special musical rubber band, directions, and gift card. I found my copy used, so no rubber band was included. And according to Discogs.com, the directions they spoke of read, Remove shrink wrap, place CD in suitable playing device, stretch rubber band to taste, pluck, and enjoy. A Rubber Band Christmas was only ever released on CD, but in 2019, it became available on Apple Music, Spotify, and other streaming services. Now, A Rubber Band Christmas credits The Rubber Band Band as the artist. So this is certainly a bizarre Christmas album, but is it the most bizarre? Who's to say? It's all subjective. Maybe you think an album of Christmas songs played on rubber bands is strange. But what about an album featuring the sounds of real cats edited together to perform Christmas songs? That's what happened in 1993, when Jingle Cats was released. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.